do you see from TCU's offense and uh, especially preparing for a different quarterback? Well, I love their athleticism on the edge. Their wideouts are big and athletic. The running back, number nine, is phenomenal. He's one of the best running backs we've faced so far. The O-line looks big. Um, and when they're on it, they can be super explosive. So we're gonna, obviously we got to prepare the right way. This is, this is obviously an offense that put up tons and tons of points and played for a national championship last year. So we got to do a great job. Were you down the road at all on Chandler Morris? And, or, uh, or did you have to start over? No, so we were deep, obviously, with our preparation, having the bye last week on Chandler Morris. But um, the reality is we got to be ready to play whoever's in there at quarterback. And I thought the backup come in and showed some poise and did some good things in the end of the Iowa State game. But the reality is whoever's in there, we got we got to do a great job defending them. How hard is that? Just on the, you know, in a game, I've seen it happen a bunch where a backup comes in, all of a sudden looks, you know, looks amazing because the, the defense was prepared for somebody else. I mean, you just kind of have to be ready, I guess. But. Well, you do, and then you gotta, you gotta expect that the team rallies around that backup quarterback, and mm -hmm. sometimes that can spark them. You know, just the, the team elevating their game. Uh, we got to be ready for that, and we got to be expecting that TCU's best offense is going to be out there on the field on Saturday. Will you get any defenders back that missed the last few games with injury? Um, yeah, who do we get back? Uh, ben Bywater? Uh, ben probably won't play, although he's getting closer each game. Uh, Isaiah Glasker looks like he's got a chance to be back. Um, yeah, not yet. Alfrey, not yet. The, you, you touched on it a little bit there, but the, I mean, it's, it's easy to forget the Morris is technically the starter last year, and then gets injured that first game of the year. Their backup leads TCU on a pretty incredible run. Does that kind of catch the guys' attention a little bit, preparing to, to face a backup quarterback, knowing what Max Duggan did a year ago? Well, I think that's a great point, and we got to continue to point that out to our team. Our, our, our guys just know no matter who's back, they're taking the steps. we got to be ready to you know, defend their offense. I don't think it's going to change that drastically. we got to be able to defend their top plays and what they want to get accomplished. I don't see the game plan changing drastically with the new quarterback. Through your self-scout after five games, you had the bye week to do that. What kind of stands out to you and maybe what are you happy about with your defense and maybe what do you see? Well, right now we're too hot and cold on defense. There's times we look phenomenal. Uh, and I pointed this out before, like the end, second half of Arkansas looked really good. First half of Kansas looked great. And then there's times where we look like we're struggling more than we should. I think a lot of that comes down to just being assignment sound, making sure we're doing our individual jobs. Uh, and I think that that's the majority of what we're seeing right now. When we make mistakes, uh, offenses have capitalized. When we play assignment sound, we've been pretty good this year. Um, I don't see anything like in the scheme that necessarily the offenses are getting hard beat on, like based on what we're calling. About 15 years ago, the TCU, BYU, Utah, you know, those were some fun games, some really big matchups. A lot of these kids weren't, weren't around or weren't probably paying a ton of attention. But for those of us who were around, what do you remember from those times and, you know, kind of having that opportunity to play that team again? Well, I remember three phenomenal teams, like, uh, you know, the 08 Utah Sugar Bowl team and then the 09 and 2010 TCU teams that went to BCS games. And anyway, bottom line, there were each each one of those three teams won conference championships in those stretches. And it was like a dogfight. Every time we'd play one another, 
I mean, those were dogfights, and we, you know, TCU's got a great program, and they got a great tradition, and they've done phenomenal things from Gary Patterson on to the new staff that went to a national championship last year. I mean, this is a well-coached team that knows how to play football and has done so for a long time. So a lot's been made that BYU has done really well in the day or at night and not as well in the day. As a head coach for Weber State, I mean, the record's, I mean, it's yeah. like 20-0 at night. And yeah. 500 as a head coach is that a thing or do you think that's just coincidence? I, I, I don't know I mean it's probably something that the coaches need to reflect on but do we make a big deal of it with our players absolutely not um, I don't put any stock in that because the reality is no matter when you kick off you better be ready to go um, yeah I, I know that's something people talk about. I don't know. I don't put much stock into it. I've won a lot of afternoon games, and we've won a lot of night games, so that's how we'll approach it. A lot of, night, a lot of those night games and night wins have also come at home. Is that yeah. something to LES at night maybe? That, that well, I think, that, I think that that's something, home versus the road. And I'll bet you if you look at that, a lot of those afternoon games were on the road and a lot of the night games were at home, and bottom line, uh, Lavelle Edwards Stadium is a huge home field advantage, and whether it's day game or night game, you know, we love playing at home. But I, I've mentioned this before, one of my favorite things is to go on the road and to play on the road. And we get an opportunity to do it against a really good team. I can't wait. How big are these three Texas games just as far as, you know, the ability to recruit there and get opportunities in Texas? I think it's huge. I mean, it's an opportunity for all those high school players to see us up close and in person. We're going to Texas twice in the next three weeks, so recruits get to come out and see us play and see our brand and what it's all about. And us in the Big 12 is a huge deal. So, uh, we, you know, we're, we expect to go over and play great, and it's important for us to go play great. How do you think Say that again. Good. I mean, we, we've had some interest from especially the Dallas guys. Um, I'm recruiting right now in Houston as well. And the reality is the move to the Big 12 is only going to help that. How, how do you think Harry Taggart did as a fill-in freshman uh, linebacker for Ben? Well, phenomenal. I think he had 12 tackles in his first real start and major reps. And so I thought he did a lot of good things. His speed shows up. His physicality shows up. And he's one of those players that's only going to get better as he gets more reps.